well, well, welcome, welcome, welcome back. This is the Lazy Brain Podcast. I'm Brandon Vessels. It is, uh, let me check, 1239 January 18th, Friday. Very, very early on Friday morning <laughs> um, as I'm recording this. And it is just me introducing someone that I'm going to play in a second. Um, I interviewed my very close friend, Brandon. He's also named Brandon. We were roommates in college, and um, he's a very interesting guy. We had another podcast together called B Squared, B-S-Q-R-D. You can check that out on YouTube if you want. And um, he's a big movie buff. He's into a lot of cool, quirky things. He's very interesting to talk to, and um, I enjoy him a lot. So without further ado... This is my interview with Brandon. So you guys went to see Glass? That should yeah. be good. I liked the um, Unbreakable. And this It's like a sequel to Unbreakable, right? And Split, yeah. Split. Split was a freaky one. So how did that turn out? Like the How did the character go from Split to this one? Because I'm wondering how they were supposed to incorporate that character. Well, um, it's... Uh, how much do you want me to talk about, like, spoiler-wise for the other movies? We can spoil it. I don't care. I mean, you've already seen the other two, but, I mean, yeah. like, for your listeners, like, I guess I'll just give a spoiler alert. I mean, the movie's been out for two years if you haven't seen it yet. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, the basic gist of uh, Glass is it, it takes place, like, I think a few weeks after Split. Okay. And uh, Kevin, the guy with all the personalities, is on the run. And uh, going through Philadelphia, he's kidnapped a few more girls and is holding them hostage. Whoa. And um, David Dunn, Bruce Willis's character from Unbreakable, uh, is still fighting crime 19 years later. 19 and, years later. Yeah, it, it takes place, I think they said the train crash was like 19 years prior. So okay. uh, he's, still, he's still going around fighting crime in his green poncho. Okay. And... Um, he meets Kevin. He's in like his beast form, where like uh, he's he can like climb walls and stuff, and he's like super strong. And right. um, long story short, they get kidnapped by well, not kidnapped, but they're like arrested by all these cops and everything, mm-hmm. and they're they're taken to a mental ward, um, where there's this psychiatrist who's saying that she specializes with patients who believe that they have superpowers. Right. And she's trying to convince them that they're normal. And also there's Mr. Glass, uh, Samuel L. Jackson, who has been there since he was reported by David in the first movie. Right. So there's, so did they capture David Dunn or is he just there of his own free will? They captured him and Kevin. Oh, okay. You probably already said that. I'm sorry. Yeah. No, you're fine. Yeah, they captured him and Kevin, and uh, David's son is trying to, like, figure out how to get him out of there. And there, there's some, like, side characters and stuff, but most of the action is inside of the uh, mental ward. Whoa, okay. That's weird, man. Like, it, so I'm sure it has, like, an M. Night Shyamalan twist, right? Like, oh, it has yeah. to be something like this big uh, do you, ending. Do you want me, it, it has, if you don't mind me saying, it's got not one, but two. It has two. Wow. It's got two. Okay. What are they? But I like this is just going to be a complete spoiler of this movie. And I'm glad too. I want people to 
be have it spoiled. I like doing that. So, <laughs> so you don't mind me spoiling it for you as well? No, no. I, I've, I'd pretty much if it's a good movie, I'm gonna enjoy it anyway. Like, you know what I mean? Whether or not I know the ending or not. So you want me to? So you want me to just tell you what happens? Yeah, yeah, man. That would be cool. Okay, so let me try to condense this. Um, because there's there's on it like the last half hour of this movie is so like jam packed with stuff. Um, okay, so Mr. Glass has been he's been getting out of his room at night. They've been keeping him heavily sedated, so mm-hmm. like the first like good chunk of the movie, he's just sitting quietly in a chair, like he doesn't say anything. He just twitches his eyes. Mm-hmm. But uh, it turns out that he was faking it the whole time. And long story short, he concocts a plan because he still thinks that there are superheroes or superhumans all throughout the world. Yeah. And that people just need to be like – just attention needs to be brought to them. So he <clears throat> thinks that if he gets him and Kevin out of the mental ward and David as well and stages like a big fight in a really public area, right. that'll that'll bring attention uh, to the fact that superhumans exist. And he okay. wants to prove everyone that he's right. So um, that's what happens. They get out of the mental ward, and there's this big throwdown out on the out in, like the parking lot. This is taking place in daylight. Mm-hmm. Uh, David's son shows up to watch the action. Uh, the girl from Split shows up. She's been in the movie a few times before. And Elijah's mom. And she, she's an old woman at this point. Mm-hmm. And um, long story short, you find out – this is not one of the twists. Um, but you find out that Kevin's dad was on the train that Bruce Willis was on that derailed. Oh, wow. And when Kevin's dad died, that's what caused his mom to be so abusive and uh, eventually like create all the personalities. In his right, life. right. So Samuel L. Jackson created both David – and Kevin, in a way. So Kevin gets pissed off, and he kicks Glass in the chest. And remember, remember he's in a wheelchair, and his bones are very fragile. Yeah. So he just he caves he dies, in his basically. chest, basically. And he flies backwards, and he's falling out of the chair, and he's like on the ground, like coughing up blood and stuff. <clears throat> and um, Kevin has been told that his we- that David's weakness is water. Uh, remember how he couldn't swim in the first movie. Right. Has like, he overcome that? That seems like such a ridiculous kryptonite. It's just like, if I'm near a pool, sorry guys, <laughs> no well, one's getting what saved. It, what, it, <laughs> what it's supposed to be is that like his bones, since they're so strong, they're so dense, he can't float. Oh, uh, okay. Like a Wolverine um, type guy. Yeah, and according to Jared, that has happened with at least one guy in real life. Yeah, his bones were eight times denser than normal. Whoa, and he drowned? Well, uh, he would drop, like, sink in water, and he survived a car crash. That should have killed him. Oh, and he survived because his bones were dense. Yeah. How, Um, what, wait, hold on. Dense? Dense bones. So, like, they're thick? Like with thick with two C's, your bones are just thick. They're not just thick with two C's. They're with like th- an extra one and a Q somewhere in there. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're just wow. Super, like like your bones are made of diamonds, pretty much. So thick ass 
David Dunn is about to fight this guy who found out yeah. his weakness. So what happens? Okay, so they had a giant like tank of water attached to David's room. So if he tried to do anything, they could blast him with water. <laughs> well, it, it, it makes sense. Hold, hold on. Wait, wait. So this, okay. First of all, well, I thought they were locked up because they these people didn't believe that they had powers. No, 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 and no, And then no, 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 second, no. okay, go ahead. No, that's not it. They're locked up because they think they have powers, and these the psychiatrist is trying to convince them that they don't. Right, so the people that locked them up do believe they have the powers, but they want to, like, trick them into not believing they do so that they don't do anything? Hold, hold on. I'm, I'm, I've got to just dis- explain this in order, all right? Okay. So previously in the movie, they had mentioned that there was a – because there's a lot of videos and photos of David's antics going up online. People, like, catch glimpses of him when he's yeah. going along fighting. And they mentioned a video early on where um, – he was trying to save some people around a busted uh, fire hydrant, and the, the water was spraying him in the face, and he choked and everything. So they thought that his weakness was water. So they hu- hooked up all these hydrants in his room, and there is a scene where like they he's trying to resist them, and they choke him out with water. Mm-hmm. Just uh, he's just like suffocating. So long story short, him and um, Kevin end up in the tank. They're inside it, and they're fighting. And um, of course, David's dr- like getting ready to drown. So he punches his way out of the tank, and they kind of wash outside. And um, okay. he's laying in the ground, and he's extremely weak. Um, Kevin gets up and goes away to – was it the other side of the parking lot he, he went away to? Um, yeah, he, he's went, he, went, yeah. he went over to the other side of the parking lot, and – the girl from Split has been shown to, like, have an effect on him where, like, it brings the actual personality – the real personality of Kevin front and center. Like, like, she can kind of, like, soothe – it's kind of like soothing the Hulk back into Banner. Yeah, I was thinking that, or, like, King Kong, kind yeah. of. And, That's – why. okay, why is it always that? It's always, like, a woman like, – It's been a trope for a long time. Yeah, I, I don't get that. They should change that. It should be, like, a puppy or something that does that. <laughs> or like I don't know a pet parakeet like that would be better right I mean isn't it a little sexist to be like the only thing uh, that calms this guy down is I don't know that's a little I weird don't know I, I don't know is it like because she is nice to him and she's the only person who's ever been nice to him oh uh, well they get into where like she uh she knows that like the real him is inside of him and she's just trying to help him, like, become front and center, try to find a way to, like, deal with it so he doesn't have to hurt people anymore. Why don't they just sedate him? Well, I guess they can't. He has, like, thick... So, wait, so does the... Does Kevin, does he have thick bones? Well, we're getting to this. Okay, okay. We're, we're almost there. Um, so she's calming Kevin down, and he turns out of... He goes away from the beast form and turns into, like, regular, like, Kevin. Uh-huh. And they're talking, and since he's vulnerable, you see a dot appear on him, and he gets shot in the stomach. Whoa. And uh, he's bleeding out, pretty much. So Glass is on the ground bleeding out, Kevin's bleeding out, and David is, like, almost dead from the water. <laughs> I'm, sorry. I can't... I'm almost drowning. Okay. 
Is he in the water or like he's he's la- he's laying out on the ground on like the grass and there's all this water just pooling out of the the tank just kind of like flooding the lawn pretty much. So and he's, he's just drowning trying... in that. Well, he's like laying on his stomach and like he he was almost drowning in the tank, so he's just really weak and trying to like catch his breath and stuff, just really like dazed. I just don't get the whole water. <laughs> I can't because well, in my I, mind I I'm thinking it's like. He can't touch water, but it's not. And if it's his no. thick bones, I mean, I guess you'd still be tired, but wouldn't he have, like, super health? Like, he should be... Well, well, this was also a really long... This was also, like, a longer fight scene underwater. So not only was he trying to hold his breath, and, like, he was also, like, fighting this madman. Oh, so... yeah, and his thick bones made him heavy in water. Yeah, he's probably tired, bro. He's probably really yeah. tired. Wow. <laughs> but then you... Here's where we're getting close to the twist. Okay, okay. Twist number one. Okay, so wait, we haven't even gotten one twist yet. No, oh. we're not. We're not doing the twist yet. <laughs> okay. So yeah, I'm saying the third act of this movie is bonkers. Um, so there's these SWAT guys that come up on scene. You see, one of them had shot Kevin, and he's got like this tattoo on his arm, hmm. on like his wrist. And then one of them just walks up to David and, like, lifts him up off the ground, drags him over to this flooded pothole, and starts drowning him. Okay. That's... Holding his, just holding his face underwater and just drowning him. He's just waterboarding him. Yeah, pretty. Yeah, exactly. And um, the psychiatrist... See, but out. that's not, like, a special way. That's the thing. It's not a special way. That would, you could kill anybody that way. Yeah, that, and it I mean, makes that, even. Less, I mean, well, he's point. tired, I guess. I mean, but the strongest man in the world can't like. He has no neck strength to just go well, like out of the. <laughs> well, well, we're almost to the twisteroo. Okay. So he he's getting drowned in this puddle. In the puddle. <laughs> it, it's a big deep. It's a big deep flooded puddle. Oh deep, yeah, I'm sure it's a really big puddle. <laughs> well, it's it, deep enough to like submerge your whole head in. Oh okay. Yeah. Like a bowl. It, it, yeah, it's it's a bowl in the concrete, pretty much. Okay. And he's getting drowned. And then the, the psychiatrist woman who was trying to convince them that they're not... Uh, Let me guess. She's now like, you do have powers. Get up. Do it. Is that what... <laughs> no. Oh, okay. So, do you remember in Unbreakable, whenever he would, like, bump people, he would see bad things they've done? Yeah. Is he seeing the bad thing that the waterboarding guys did? Is that what he's doing? No. Oh. So he's getting really weak and he's about to die. And then uh, she comes over and she says, like, David, grab my hand. And he reaches out and grabs her hand. And he sees that, like, she's at this, like, meeting with all these different, like, officials. And uh, it's like an isolated, like, kind of secret group. And you see mm-hmm. that she has the same tattoo on her wrist. <gasps> so, long story short, they kill David. They just drown him. What? They they kill off Bruce Willis, <gasps> and then you know what? He was probably like, I've been waiting so long for this sequel. I'm done already with this series. I can't well, do another. I'm getting well, older. I have like wrinkles. He is very old. He probably movie. didn't want to work out for the movie. They didn't show any like shirtless pics, did they? Because like he no. did, uh, he probably did zero work. <laughs> I saw no. Bruce Willis and Friends the other day. I was like, he was always a stud. He was always like the older guy, but still just yeah. freakishly, just, I don't know. Like, I would I would think that he's probably the most 
normal hot guy in Hollywood? Like, is there another man that's like... He's one of the few people I can think of that can pull off a bald head. That's one thing. He probably could be the type of person that could pull it off before he lost his hair. Like, there's very few people that can do that, but he definitely can pull it off. And it almost makes him look tougher. Yeah. You know? But I guess most bald heads make you look tough. I don't know. So, we're still not to the twist. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sorry, 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 sorry. <laughs> no, no, twist no, number I, two. I just they kill off that. Thick Bones. We're not even to the first twist yet. Oh, I thought the twist that they killed Thicky. They didn't, okay. No. Thicky. So, they kill <laughs> So, they murder Bruce Willis. Kevin dies from bleeding out in the parking lot. He just bleeds his guts all over the place. And then, of course, Samuel L. Jackson dies from his wounds. Okay. But before he dies... Yeah, he's talking to his mom, like, she's holding him as he's dying. And Wait, his, where did his mom come from? She was, she was outside. She showed up at the, at the mental ward. Who, okay. And, um, he says, um, this was an origin story all along, because he speaks in a lot of comic book metaphors. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. Like in the first one. And so he dies. All three of our mains are dead. Right. So... You, the twisteroo is you find out that the organization that the the therapist works for um, is actually a superhuman suppression agency. Whoa. They know they know that superhumans are real, but that to keep the world in balance, they exterminate them. They've been getting rid of them throughout the past. The new humane way to do it is they just try to convince them that they're not superhuman and they live normal lives but since this situation was getting out of hand they just murdered all of them <laughs> okay that's twist number one yeah that's What's twist the second one because they killed off every character yeah so you find out that yeah they're they're just suppressing let me guess people. david's son no okay um uh, they're so yeah they've been suppressing superhumans they know that there's them all over the world but they've just been working to suppress them. Right. So, previously in the movie, um, the entire facility was rigged out with all these like cameras and shit to to monitor them while they right. were in. Um, okay. While they were locked up. Locked up. Yeah, I couldn't think of the locked words. Locked up. They won't let me out. <laughs> um. Locked up. Who was that? Akon. I I honestly don't know, man. <laughs> Sorry. No, you're good. Um, but earlier in the movie, Sam Jackson had gotten out of his cell and he started like doing something on a computer. Of course, he did. He was like working on like the command prompt or something. Interactive so, CD-ROM. Uh huh. Yes. Exactly. So, um, you it cuts to um, everybody's home uh, now. Uh, Elijah's mom is home. Uh, Mm-hmm. David's son is home. Everybody's just at their own houses. But then all three of them get emails that have been sent out previously uh, by Glass. Okay. And um, all these emails contain the footage from the security cameras. Whoa. Okay. Message where he says the world will find like something like the world will finally know we exist. You know it would be funny if they did that and it cut to like the Justice League trailer. With all the videos. <laughs> yeah. The Flash, Wonder Woman. Yeah. But that, that's the that's the second twist, is that like he had recorded all this all along and he t- and they upload it to the internet. Oh, 
does it end like as it's uploading? That would be so well, good. Well, it it up and uh, the psychiatrist realizes like that he he had huh. orchestrated this whole big thing before, and that it was effectively a suicide mission to let the world know that superhumans exist. Because his philosophy is that once people find out that they, that superhumans exist, others will start to like wake up and know their powers. Oh. And so she realizes that she failed, that other superhumans are going to wake up. And then uh, the mom, the girl from Split, and the son are all sitting together in like a train station. And they're just kind of like waiting. They're like, it's been uploaded for a while. And they're just kind of waiting. Uh-huh. And then they notice people around them start to like look at their phones and stuff. And they see that they're watching the videos that they've kind of spread on YouTube. Wait, as they're like standing there, this happens? Well, they're, they've been, they're sitting there like watching people. And then, um, like, no time is like they're still. They had just uploaded it, and already no, no, no. It's, it's going been, viral. It's been several hours. Oh, hours. Okay, okay. Um, so they're realizing that they're starting to spread, <laughs> and that people are watching. Mm-hmm. And um, they they realize like Joseph sees his dad and everything, and like, uh, like in the videos and stuff, helping people, <clears throat> and uh. Mr. Glass's mom says, like, something like it's the beginning of a universe or something. Mm-hmm. And the camera pulls back, and you see all these people, like, with their phones and stuff. And then the actual, like, TV news is showing uh, the footage of, like, the fight and stuff. So everybody knows that superhumans are real, and that's where it ends. Whoa. So do you so, think there's going to be yet another sequel? No, Shyamalan said he's done. So you just, but but there's no, that's like, it's open-ended. Would you rather a movie end like that, open-ended, knowing that there won't be another one? Or would you want them to just wrap up the world without, like, you know what I mean? What's a better ending for you? I'm I, I I like that, like, it's really sad that all three of them had to die, especially David, because I love that character. Yeah, of course. But I was talking to this, talking about this with Jared and James. It's like, yeah, they died, but they didn't die for nothing, really. There's going to be all these other superhumans mm. that wake up. That's good. So I, I like the fact that, like, yeah, there's going to be other people who wake up. And, like, this was just, like, the beginning of this whole story. There's still so much more, but we don't really see it. Huh. That's pretty cool, man. I need to go see that. <laughs> I, 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 after I just detailed the entire last act. Yeah, man, I need to go see it. I want, like, they should make a website like that that spoils it, and then, I don't know. I feel like some people yeah. are like me who are like, I want to know before I go. Because if it's a stupid ending, be, I'm not going to want to see it. That used to be called the IMDB message board. <laughs> Those got taken down. <laughs> that when they weren't just like shit flinging. Uh, but I, overall, I thought it was like a really solid trilogy ender, as bittersweet as right, it is. Right. I thought it was like really well done. And I'm a big Shyamalan fan, anyways. So like, right. Oh, that's another thing that's kind of great is that like he cameos in this movie too, like he does in most of his movies. Of but course. He actually, he actually like tied his cameos together in the past two movies, so they're all the same dude. <laughs> That's cool. I like that. Do you remember? It's not like Stan Lee. Stan Lee's characters—he was always a different person. Like, 
I mean, I guess they vaguely hint that it's like not like the same guy, but he has different jobs. He's in like at one point he's in space, <laughs> and then he comes back to yeah, Earth. I didn't know he was in space. You didn't know about that one? No, I. I re- that was a uh, wasn't that one of the Guardians movies? I think the, it was. Yeah, Jared said it was Guardians Two. He was in space. Yeah, I remember. And that. then in Infinity Wars, he was driving a bus again, and it was like, <laughs> wait. Um. So that's pretty cool how people put themselves in there. I heard that they're gonna um reboot. Speaking of Shyamalan, they are going to do a series on Netflix of Airbender. Yeah. A live action thing, right? Is it live action? Yeah. Uh huh. The original creators are uh, behind it. Yeah, they're, they're gonna try to redeem for what Shyamalan did to the franchise. Well, see, like last semester, I actually rewatched uh, the entire original Airbender because that is one of my all-time favorite cartoons. I oh, love yeah, that. Me too. Um, and I, I, I know I'm in the minority, but I actually do like the Airbender movie. I mean, I like, like, the world that, I like, I like the movie. It's just, I, I have, like, two gripes about it. One in, was, like... Pronunciation? One, yeah, definitely. I mean, that's number one. Everyone says that about that film. But also, the way they used, like, the the choreography for the, what, do you, what, what would you call it, bending or whatever... I didn't really yeah. like that. It didn't seem the way that it seemed on the cartoon. Well, they used you know? actual – was it like Tai Chi movements or something like that for the movie? Well, yeah. I th- well, in the show, I remember seeing something a long time ago on Nickelodeon where they talked about each one being a specific real thing. Like the creators had a particular martial arts in mind for each one. And it seemed like okay. to me they didn't use those in the movie. Does that make sense? Yeah. And so combine that with just the CGI, which you can't really do anything about that. That's partly because of just the time they were in. So I'm not really going to complain about that. But if they had somehow been able to do better with the choreography, because even that, just even if they don't use the same sort of martial arts that they're meant to be using, the movements they did use did not seamlessly go with the bending like it didn't even make any sense what was like you don't know if the hand makes it move like there's one where like these earthbenders like these like five dudes are doing like a backstreet boys dance number and the rocks move but i don't know what's moving it you know i I remember that that's from like the Have you seen the Nostalgia Critic review for yeah. that movie? Yeah. Yeah, they're like, I'm a little teapot short. And like, don't worry, guys, I'll get Because <laughs> that's the thing. In the show, you know, certain moves they would focus on to, like, like sometimes earthbenders would use their feet a lot to shift around the earth. And so that's what was moving or bending the earth in, like, waterbenders would sort of it would flow through their arms and so their arms would do a lot of movement with that with that movie you i couldn't tell what was it just seemed like they were doing it with their minds and then i was like well what point is the movements then like why do you need can't you just think it i don't know it was a i have that that's a very nitpicky you know i guess i never really thought that deep about that aspect of the movie because like I was 13 years old when that movie came out, and I was just kind of stoked to see a live-action Airbender. So I was like, "Ah." Well, here's you know? the thing. I think it was right around. 
I think it was right around Dragon Ball Evolution, and I was just really jaded. And so I get, I go, I see that. (laughs) I see that, and I'm like, yeah, you can't. I'm not gonna let you do this. And so I just went at it with such an intense like eye. I was like, no, 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 no. Well, I remember um, before that movie came out, um, that was when like the 3D boom was huge, and uh, we would go to like the 3D animated movies because a lot of those had like the gimmicky 3D where just stuff would fly at you for no reason. And it was, (laughs) it was Ice Age: Dawn of the Dinosaurs. We were at (laughs) (laughs) me and my family. And that was the last good Ice Age movie. Uh, after that, they were all garbage. Wait, they had more? I didn't even know. I thought there was like two yeah, Ice Ages. Yeah, they're all like five or six now. Oh, <laughs> my God. You know, I, I vaguely remember Queen Latifah getting involved. And when that happened, I was like, you, you know what? He was the other uh, mammoth. <laughs> when, when Queen Latifah got involved with that movie series, I was like, I'm good. Like, I why? I don't. I didn't need this. Ray Romano's weird enough, but to have John Queen Lati- with the- <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was enough weird for me. They didn't need to have Queen Latifah. You know what yeah. I mean? Fucking uh, the fourth one was like uh, when the fourth one came out. I had to suffer through that, and then it, the drive-in at my hometown. One of them was it was double featuring Ice Age Four, and then The Dark Knight Rises. Which I was really wanting to see, so I had to suffer through Ice Age Four before Dark Knight. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> so they'd show like a kids movie, and then the kids would go to sleep. And yeah, that's shit. such an odd like pairing of well, movies then, too. Like, could well, you like couple... in any other situation? Where could you say, "Yeah, I saw a double feature: Ice Age Five and Dark Knight, <laughs> Dark Knight Rises." <laughs> Well, then a couple years ago, I had to double feature at the same. It was the same drive-in. They showed Ice Age five, and then Ghostbusters twenty sixteen. No, <laughs> that see that makes more sense though. Like that pairing, well, more so than Dark Knight. You know, I, I honestly I didn't hate Ghostbusters twenty sixteen as much as a lot of other people did. I thought it was a fine movie. Uh, that was that's it's just like. It's obviously not as good as the first two. Like. Well, see, I had a question about that. Is that in the same canon, or is it separate? I never could understand because Bill Murray and uh, what Dan Aykroyd were in it or whatever, but I, they weren't playing themselves. Well, so here's was... the thing: it's confusing on that front. But then Ernie Hudson is the one that gives them the the hearse. So, like, why would he have the hearse if he wasn't Winston? Whoa. No, but the hearse, it was like that girl's uncle or whatever, right? Yeah, but what what if he was the uncle? What if Winston was the uncle? Do they ever give Winston's last name no, or is he just always Winston? Uh, well, let me look this up. I, I don't know. That which movie I was I so that. bad. It was like Winston? trying to be progressive, but then it like had her being like, I'm from the streets. <laughs> like... You didn't have yeah. to like that was a little weird. Winston Zedmore. Now let me check uh her name. Her name uh was Leslie Jones, uh Patty Tolan. So no, they're not the same character. Oops, never mind. Wow. So it's not the same canon then. No. It can't be. But did you just hear what got announced the other day? No. 
the son of the guy who made the first two Ghostbusters movies is making an actual Ghostbusters 3 coming out summer 2020, and there's already a teaser trailer for it. <gasps> Whoa. And as far as everyone's saying, like, the original cast is going to be back to some degree. Well, not all of them. No, except for Harold Ramis, of course, he's dead. But... Hmm. That's cool. I'm into that. Yeah, he's completely disregarding the third one. The, the other, the re- remake, reboot, whatever. Well, it's not the same canon, so it doesn't matter, right? Yeah, it's an alternate thing. But then I also heard that the video game was meant to be a true third. Yeah, the the, the Ghostbusters game that Atari put it out in like 2009. Was it uh, Atari or was it... I was thinking Atari of the one that was on it. PS3. Yeah, it, it was Atari published the game, but the game was on PS3. Oh, 360. okay. Yeah, that, that was the game I heard was inspired by uh, their original idea for right. Ghostbusters 3, which was Ghostbusters Go to Hell. So, I wonder if it's going to take place between the second and the third, like this, the video game, or like they're just going to oh, yeah, completely disregard the video game. I would say it have to because that they literally did get the cast back for that game. Yeah. So you could just say it was another adventure they went on. Hmm. I don't like when worlds don't sort of add up. It kind of bothers me. I'm really spoiled from living in like this Marvel time where everything is like a canon and it makes sense and they tie it all together. See, part of that is kind of, I, I like figuring stuff like that. I, like the other night, me and James spent like a half hour trying to put all the Doom games in chronological order. Oh, that cool. was fun. I, I remember I like some people like with Dragon Ball Z. Some people love to just hate on GT, and I saw a thing the other day that ties in GT with all the others, which I would like to believe really? it is. Because, yeah, so basically, and this is very, very layman explanation, and, like, this is the way I understood it. So the new series that came out, Goku is in a blue suit to fight in. And then in GT, he's also in a blue suit. So everyone's just saying it's just layered down in the timeline. Like, they just skip over it, but I don't know. Ian sent me a thing the other day that was like the behind the scenes of GT, like explaining. It was actually really interesting. Like I, I'm not, I'm not a Dragon Ball fan, but I, I found that really interesting hearing about like the development of it and how uh, Toriyama was a lot more. Than people usually say. Mm-hmm. I'd uh, like to see the new Broly movie that came out. The animation style for it looked great in the trailer. Yeah, Ian just saw it the other day. He said it was really solid. Cool, cool. I, uh, I do like how. Uh, None of the movies are canon except for that one movie. That this new one is supposed to be like the first movie in the series that's actually canon to the shows. Really, it takes yeah. place after the most recent series. Mm-hmm. So it goes uh, Dragon Ball, then Z, and then Super, and then this new Broly movie. Whoa! Apparently, from what like has been going on online. That's cool, because I didn't think it was going to be canon. Like I thought this would just set up a new universe. That they would then pull a super with and like do redo, redo it as the first sixty episodes of the show. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thanks, uh, Battle of Gods. <laughs> that was insane. I, I actually liked the Battle of Gods movie when I saw it. Uh, yeah, I saw it in theaters. It was great. 
I, I saw my friends had it on DVD and they brought it to like a Boy Scout event. Hmm. And um, I, I had a lot of fun with it. I thought it was, I never saw Resurrection F, but I liked Battle of the Gods. And then like, they're like, if I was in charge of that series, I would have just made it the Super Show hop on after those two movies instead of just redoing it for the first uh, yeah episodes. I understand they wanted to put in different character motivations and stuff, but you don't have to drag it out that long. It, they really do, and it got so ridiculous. Like the power levels aren't like I don't even get it how they even can be walk on Earth without causing earthquakes. Like, like how can tsunamis you be, <laughs> like what it it just doesn't make any sense to me like at one point goku like in the last series at one point goku like basically collapses a black hole or something like that oh god <laughs> he's like in the middle of a dying star and like makes it out and like even and even though like right before that they were like he has no power left He's so weak. And it's like, wait a second. <laughs> and then they're like, this can't be possible. That is a, that's a, a black hole. What do you, that's so, that's 10 billion trillion tons. It's like, yeah, Goku Good never God. loses. <laughs> and then they did this really dumb thing where like, finally Goku does lose. But then like, I don't know, it was weird. And then the Android won the whole tournament. It was dumb. I can't watch well, it anymore. The, it's so much. Here, here's what I remember, because I haven't seen Battle of the Gods for several years. Like, when did that movie come out? 2014? 15? Somewhere around there? Yeah, yeah. So it's been since that movie came on DVD that I've seen it. <clears throat> but I remember, yeah, God, at, Super Saiyan God at that point in the franchise, like, that's the strongest form. And then Super, they've got, like, three levels beyond God. It's like, how can you go... <laughs> You're already at deity status. <laughs> how far... Like, There is have... more. Did you hear about Ultra Instinct? That's a yeah, new I was, thing. I was going to get the Ultra Instinct, yeah. It's like... I don't even get Ultra Instinct. I don't know what it is. I don't. Like, I, I honestly... It apparently has nothing to do... Like, people who aren't Super Saiyans can go Ultra Instinct, I guess. It's just you're, weird, man. It's so strange. You're familiar with the old saying of jumping the shark, right? Oh, no. They jumped the shark, like, this, well before Super came out. <laughs> there's, a, there's a hilarious Nostalgia Critic quote I loved. Uh, he was like, I want to make one thing clear. This is not jumping the shark. He, he was like, this is jumping the shark, coming back, shooting it in the balls, raping it, eating its flesh, consuming its soul, mounting its head on the wall, and doing the same thing to 12 more sharks just to be safe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I feel like that's how that franchise went going on. The only way it could be worse than jumping, like, the only way it could jump the shark more, that show, is if they brought in Fonzie himself to actually jump the shark, like, yeah. in Happy Days. <laughs> He like Fonzie Fonzie goes Super Saiyan God or Ultra Instinct and then like <laughs> jumps jumps a Super Saiyan shark. Like that that would be the only way it could the jump shark the shark has more. The, hair. <laughs> the shark has the hair. The aura, yes. <laughs> that show's ridiculous. I feel like that'd be worth the ticket price alone. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it would. <laughs> oh, God, no, I, uh, 
Yeah, there were a lot of people at the movies tonight seeing uh, the Broly movie. It's playing here in Muncie. Oh, cool. And uh, the guys in front of us were, uh, the ticket dudes were giving out, like, these really nice, like, plastic collectible Broly ticket things. Ooh. And we didn't get anything for glass like that. Uh, but Ian sent me a thing right here that's some of the stats for the Broly movie. Uh, it says, day one, seven million at the box office. Wow. After day one in America, number one movie in the U.S., seven million at the box office, top ten anime movies of all time, one of the biggest anime openings, <clears throat> and worldwide collection of over 64 million. Oh, my God. All for them just to rehash Broly's origin story. <laughs> yeah, but you don't understand. He's canon now. Oh, that's true. That's really true. He's canon now. But they already... What we what's weird and what kind of upset me about them bringing in Broly was the fact that they already had a Broly-like character that they introduced in this new series. And then Ooh, now they're going to yeah. have another character that is basically the same thing. So I wonder Ooh. if they're going to have those two characters fight. That would be pretty cool. Who are you talking about? That Jiren guy? No, 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 no. There's a no so in C in Super, they apparently go meet another universe that has Saiyans as well, and one of the Saiyans from that alternate Saiyan universe can go like Bro. It just literally looks just like Broly did, like goes Broly style. I don't know how to describe it, but they never really say that she has that. But yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. I I, I'm still in that waifu hell group on Facebook, so like I get all the secondhand anime info from for shit that I don't watch, and I, I I think I know the character you're talking about. I've been browsing the dank memes subreddit, and there's a new like meme now where you choke Sasuke. <laughs> I love those memes. <laughs> I love those. It just doesn't I, make sense. They had one where it was like, uh. Uh, shoot, Doctor Strange, where he does like all the weird Hindi hands, but all of them are choking Sasuke, yeah. like thirty hands. <laughs> <laughs> and then a lot of people were like, like someone was like, subscribe to PewDiePie, where Sasuke gets it. <laughs> <laughs> it was great. Well, man, this was a great conversation. I had a lot of fun. Thank you so much for the opportunity to just you know kick it with you we've had a lot of conversations but i'm glad to welcome you to this new podcast that i'm doing i know i've had like seventeen thousand of them but oh you're good thanks for letting me hop on for a while oh no problem man and anytime so every friday i'm gonna be doing i'm gonna try to do like a friday with friends like interview type thing and anytime you want to come back just let me know and we can set that up jared you too i would love to have jared on I don't know if Jarrett can hear me anymore. Loud and clear, sir. All right. Cool. Thank you. We'll hey, talk thank later. Thank you for me, man. Yep. Bye. Bye. Okay. That was it. I hope you all enjoyed it. And um, I just wanted to end this off by letting you know that uh, I'm having a new structure for the show. Starting next week, is it is going to be five days a week, Monday through Friday. Mondays will be movies, Tuesdays TV, Wednesdays writing and authors, Thursday theories, so like conspiracy theories, and then Friday, like today, is Friday with friends. So that Friday with friends is going to be me either interviewing a friend or someone that I know that's interesting and or me answering questions from the audience. If you want to submit questions, you can go to Twitter at LazyBrainPod 
or Instagram, Lazy Brain Pod. Facebook, same thing, at Lazy Brain Pod. Uh, or you can go to anchor.fm slash Lazy Brain and submit questions there when you make an account. And it would be really cool because then those questions can be added into the episode. Your voice will be heard. So thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate everything. And uh, thanks. Thanks.